Hello and welcome to the Van Foodster Podcast. I am your host, Richard Wallach, covering the food scene in and around the Vancouver area, across Canada and beyond. This is episode 52 of the Van Foodster Podcast. In this week's episode, I feature Shameless Buns Restaurant recently opened on Fraser Street. I will talk about the Vancouver Sunday Challenge and the Vancouver Margarita Challenge. I will then talk about the Nona Cucina Food Truck, which recently opened. I will then feature the South Granville Supper Club, which is happening in September. Next, I will feature recently opened La Bottega di Mangia Italian Market and uh, Eatery in Yale Town. I will then talk about Tacoholic Mexican Taco Shop in Langley. I'll then feature Zim Chocolate Cafe on Clark Drive. And lastly, I will talk about Cream Pony, recently opened in North Vancouver. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Van Foodster, as well as visit VancouverFoodster.com for everything food in Vancouver and beyond. And let's get on with this week's episode, Shameless Buns, the, the popular Filipino fusion food truck owned by Matt and Corvette has just opened a brand new restaurant. I was there to... Uh, Media preview it this week. It's just opened up yesterday um, on Fraser Street. You can't miss it. It's on the same block as Church's Chicken. So that huge lineup, which has been going on every single night during the pandemic at Church's Chicken, is about to extend right in front of um, Matt and Corvette's restaurant. And I'm just sure it's going to be the similar clientele uh, going to both places. You know, I have a couple options in that neighborhood. I'm sure it's also going to be a favorite for the uh, high school students across the street at John Oliver uh, once school resumes in September, but uh, these guys have done a great job. They always do. I feel like these they, both of them are a high-energy couple. They have a lot of projects on the go all the time. I don't even know if they have a chance to sleep, but uh, they do a great job. And I really think like this restaurant, a spinoff is of, of the food truck, a start of the food truck fame first. I think they've done a great job with this. Um, you know, Filipino food in general, usually it's a traditional food menu, but they've put a spin on it. And they made it to turn into a lot of fun, and people really love what these guys have been doing. Um, I also think it fits in with the uh, with going with the restaurant culture currently, because you've got uh, Potluck on Camby Street, you've got Uncle's uh, Snack Shop in Richmond now, and um, Shameless Buns. There's there's a similarity between all three of these restaurants. Uh, fun is like the objective here, and fun fusion food, which I think like people are just going to right now because prices are good. And it's fun, and you need something fun during the pandemic because uh, we're all tired of this whole thing, and uh, you got to have some fun while you eat. So uh, I think they fit into a perfect niche, and uh, it's great for Fraser Street. So um, I just uh, tried a few things when I was there the other day. Uh, uh, some of the new menu items well, she was the Tita's Meatloaf Sandwich, and I've never been a fan of meatloaf, but wow, I love this. This was so good. I will go back, and I will have this Tita's Meatloaf Sandwich. I am now hooked. It was delicious. Um, I also tried a corny Pinoy. Um, this was in the low date, but this did not resonate with me. So I've had a load many times. I've had it in, in Portland, Oregon. It was one of my favorite dishes, actually, it was in Portland, Oregon at a Mexican eatery. But they've done it a different way. So it's got a Filipino spin on it. I just 
think when I read about it first, I was thinking corn on the cob smothered with a sauce on top, but it's not like that. So it's like corn on the cob, but it's not on the cob. It's in a cup. And I just thought there was too much sauce going on. It was very saucy. There was salted egg in there, all sorts of things. I don't know. It just felt a little bit lost. But uh, people who like salted egg, if you like saucy stuff, then you'll like this dish. Um, then I went back and had one of my favorite dishes. The uh, Not Your Lola's Chicken Adobo is one of my favorites on their menu. So I had that one. And my other favorite is their uh, Jacked Up Coconut Fries. So they've got a lot of different fry dishes. I'm not really into the, you know, all the sausages whatever covered fries not my thing but the uh, jacked up is jackfruit and I love jackfruit you either like jackfruit or you don't there are people that like it and don't I actually do like it I like pulled jackfruit I like this one I like how they've done this so if you want a vegetarian version the jacked up coconut fries is the way to go there um, so uh, I'll had a calamansi juice but they have basically all the favorites from the food truck so if you have a specific uh, favorite on the food truck that you like um, you can have it here in the restaurant as well. Um, take it to go or have it inside. They don't have a patio right now. I don't know if they will have a patio in the future, but uh, limited seating inside, but you can definitely eat inside um, or just take it out to go. Um, there's lots of parks in the area. You can head on over to and enjoy it that way or in your car, whatever. Anyways, uh, they are now open at 5772 Fraser Street. It's uh, just near 41st on the east side of the street. Fraser Street, Shameless Buns on Instagram, and uh, have a fun time. Uh, my Vancouver Sunday Challenge is on now. It's the 7th Annual Sunday Challenge. It's on now till August 29th. We have Bella Gelateria in their uh, Coal Harbor location, as well as their Metro Town location. It's featuring the Triple Berry Sunday, and it's uh, created by their Gelato Italian uh, Master, Elias L. Guy. And it's a uh, Triple Berry Sunday, as I mentioned, uh, with... Um, with different uh, flavors. We've got raspberry, they've got uh, a, an Italian amarena cherry drizzle, they've got a strawberry gelato there, and um, they have, I think it's raspberry, strawberry. Anyways, I am about to try this this week, and blackberries. So uh, I'm looking forward to tasting that, and you can do that as well. Both locations available all the time until August 29th. Then we've got Cazzarezzo Foods. They're doing a Viva Italia uh, theme Sunday by James Coleridge. He's known as Gelato James YVR on Instagram. And he has been doing this for a long time. And he's basically taken the, the flavors of Italy. And uh, that's what Cazzarezzo is all about. And put it into a gelato, uh, into a, sorry, into a Sunday. It's a Viva Italia, Viva Italia um, gelato. And that's in a Sunday. And it's called Viva, sorry, Viva Italia. And uh, you got to check it out on Instagram. They've done a beautiful job with this. And go in, head on in there. They open, It's available all the time. They're open, I think, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily right now. They're located in Kitsilano on Vine Street, just north of Broadway. So really easy to find if you're heading on over there. And uh, go enjoy uh, their Sunday. And then we've got uh, Crave Culture Yogurt in North Vancouver. They're in the Edgemont Village neighborhood. They're doing a pika mango sundae i've tried this this was very good uh it was a you know it's you've got frozen yogurt it's mango frozen yogurt so it's very refreshing it's topped with fresh mangoes and pineapples and marinated in tahini now i actually did not know what tahini was before i uh, headed on over there to try this and it's kind of like hard to explain exactly but it's a um it's a flavor <laughs> it's kind of funny it's not an herb but it's like a 
not like a salt exactly. Anyway, you got to look it up. Look up tahin. I can't totally explain it, but it um, it's got a really unique flavor. And this tahin with this mango together, it's like wow. So right away you're gonna be like eating it, eating it. I couldn't stop finishing it, eating it. I just kept eating and eating and eating. And I'm like, this is really good. So they've done a really good job. It's got some tamarind in it, lime. It just great flavors and then you've got a dried mango covered in dark chocolate as a garnish so that's even more yummy so you want to try that it's available all the time do check their hours i believe they are closed one day during the week but uh check that out it's on uh, 3151 edgemont boulevard north vancouver and it's mango frozen yogurt so it's a little alternative to the gelato or the ice cream you've got frozen yogurt there and you can try that until august 29th and then vote for all these guys for your favorites people's choice you vote online now. Basically, you want to look for now is our, uh, you look for our posters in the respective cafes. You'll see Best Sunday Challenge poster. You'll see a gigantic scan me uh, QR code. Just scan it with your phone, and then it will take you right to the voting page, and you can vote for your favorites or people's choice. So very, very easy this year, and you can check that out. And then also the Vancouver Margarita Challenge is on right now. Something, something totally different from Sunday's. Margarita drinks. So anybody who loves some refreshing uh, uh, drinks to drink on the patio, it's on right now until August 29th as well. We have Little Mexico Cantina in Seaston. Now they've done a picante pina. So also kind of fun. Uh, you've got tequila, of course, but uh, they've got uh, various flavors of pineapple and coconut. Um, it sounds really good. Coconut cream, lime juice. Sounds incredible. So uh, Gabriel Lee... Uh, created this drink and uh, it is now available all the time at little mexico cantina if you go for brunch lunch dinner daily it's available all the time uh, so definitely go check that one out and uh, then we've got lucha libra taqueria downtown uh, they're just newly opened it's a spin-off of their uh, lucha libra uh, truck so now they've taken over la cantina on nelson street so it's just near granville on nelson street uh, Esteban Cuevas uh, created this uh, drink, and uh, it's called the um, uh, Jamaica Margarita. So you want to check that one out, and it's um, basically a hibiscus-flavored uh, uh, margarita. So hibiscus is interesting flavor, and uh, I think it's kind of – it looks beautiful. First of all, it's gorgeous. So uh, you've got tequila, of course, there. You've got a bunch of other um, flavors, including uh, Jamaica Concentrate. And now this one also features the same tahine. So – this is interesting how it's popping up now, and actually I'll tell you about another one in a second, but tahini is popping up in a bunch of different items, and it's really flavorful. So you want to check them out. They are at 722 Nelson, downtown Vancouver. It's available daily as well. Uh, check their hours. I believe they are. They might be closed one day a week, but uh, if not, um, they're, they're there every day, lunch or dinner, or even late night. They're open late night, so you can go try this uh, margarita. And then lastly, Banchuk D. Thai in Langley is doing a lavender lime margarita. Uh, it's created by a couple of their servers, Nasrong and Savali. And um, interesting there is the flavors are quite different. So you've got lime and lavender. You've got um, a salt, uh, sugar and salt rim. Uh, you've got uh, a tamarind caramel involved. So very, very interesting, different kinds of flavors. Um, curious to see how this stacks up. Try this lunch and dinner daily. A Bantrock D. Thai is at 20563 Douglas Crescent in downtown Langley. Um, they are also taking part in my uh, Tasting Place Langley 
tasting tour, which is coming up on Sunday afternoon, August 22nd. And this drink will be available to order um, during, during that event. So if you're heading on to that event, you can also try this drink then and there. So you can vote for them for People's Choice um, daily now. Uh, look for the uh, Margarita Challenge posters in all these from different restaurants. Look for the scan code. Scan with your phone, and you will be able to vote directly um, for them for People's Choice. And you can vote daily throughout the challenge until August 29th. Um, there's a, another new food truck. There's been a lot of new food trucks lately. So I've noticed that during the pandemic, there's been a huge turnover of food trucks that maybe had started out when the food truck culture started here a bunch of years ago. And, but, you know, just things changed. The pandemic has caused lots of change for people. And um, a lot of food trucks have gone by the wayside, and new ones are popping up. And this is one of the new ones, and I think these guys have done a fantastic job. So it's a, um Italian panini food truck, pretty much. Um, they've got a wood-fired oven on board the truck. So uh, they're um, putting up a bunch of different ingredients, putting it in the wood-fired oven, and uh, making up some really tasty sandwiches. So... Um, I tried a bunch of them. Uh, I didn't try the whole menu because I wasn't that adventurous that day. I had I've been out eating in some other places already, and uh, I can only eat so much, surprisingly. But uh, I can only eat so much. So, Nona Cucina Food Truck. Um, they lately have been stationed in Port Moody, and they're kind of varying locations in Port Moody. I believe they are going to start moving around Vancouver soon because the way the food truck culture works is you got to have a to do a mobile you have to have a permit by each of the different municipalities so sort of complicated I kind of wish that they could just have a greater Vancouver uh, permit and they could run around the whole city but that's not the case you have to have one from each municipality which means you have to apply for it and get approved for it so it's it's a lot of uh, tenuous time for these guys having to deal with this, uh, but they are getting a lot of requests now to come into other parts of Vancouver, so I'm sure you're going to see this truck around other parts of Vancouver soon. But for right now, they are in Port Moody. I tried a few different different items, as I mentioned. So one of my favorites was actually the Nona's Giardino. This was a, a vegetarian version of panini. It was the pepperonata, eggplant, grilled zucchini, tomato provolone cheese, and there's Nona's fig spread. This fig spread, first of all, is really good. I could just probably eat this on my own, but um, the fig spread on the sandwich just makes it so much better. It's just like, I don't know, it's this flavor thing that's really good, and it's baked. It's That was really good. I loved it. Um, also, their most popular one, I believe, is this Nona's meatball panino. It was also very good. What I found here was interesting is that all their meatballs are made of 100% veal. So, this is not so common. You always find a pork, veal, beef mix. But a lot of people can't eat pork or don't want to eat pork for religious reasons, that kind of thing. So this is a smart move. Uh, veal, meatballs only, made in-house, slowly braised, and then Nona's tomato sauce. It's topped with provolone cheese and Parmigiano cheese, and it is very good. So you want to check that out, Nona's Meatball Panino. Uh, the Cugini is uh, roasted Italian sausages with pepperonata. Now, I got the mild version, but I actually suggest you get the hot, because I was afraid that it might be really hot, but the mild wasn't hot at all, so I'm sure the hot probably isn't that hot, so I would definitely want to try that one. And then the Calabrese. So this was one that really surprised me, because Larry got this one, and I kind of suggested, he loves meat, so I suggested, I'm like, you should get this. And, uh, but of course, I have to try everything I, everything I talked about, I have to try it. So even though some of the uh, meats and stuff weren't my favorites that are on this sandwich, 
I loved it. So I was like, whoa, this is really good. Can I have another piece? So it was like, kind of funny. Anyways, uh, Calabrese with Soprasetta, spicy capicolo, mild salami, arugula, tomato, this known as fig spread. It comes up. Uh, and Nua and provolone cheese. And it's, a, it's actually one of the most flavorful panini in their entire lineup. And that's because you've got the fig spread, but you've also got these different kinds of meat and just just the flavors of the meat and this um, the fig spread together, really good. So great job, guys. Notice uh, Cucina, just watch them. I'm sure they'll be adding some more items to the menu um, over the next couple months because they've just started out and they've got a they've got a really good groove going on. So I'm sure uh, there'll be a lot more to come from them. Uh, so I'm involved in a very exciting, uh, fun, tasty project that's going to be happening in September, working with the South Granville Business Improvement Association. So that's the South Granville neighborhood. And we are putting on a uh, supper club happening on Thursday nights in September. First one kicks off on September 2nd. It's running from 6 to 9.30 p.m., uh, showcasing four restaurants in the uh, South Granville neighborhood. All very different restaurants. It's going to be a fun night. Uh, and you've got me uh, uh, hosting, um, running the tour. So uh, yours truly is guiding the tour. So I haven't done this before like this in a long time where I'm guiding a tour around, but you're going to get uh, to chat with me. Uh, anything you want to talk about food-wise, I'm happy to talk about that. Uh, but I will be uh, showcasing these four restaurants and talking about the restaurants in uh, detail. Uh, you'll be able to uh, meet the chefs at these restaurants. We'll have the chefs talking to everybody and uh, and eat. So eating together, but uh, done it in a social distance way, of course. Uh, we want to keep the, the group small, so the 12 tickets available per tour, and there's only four tours happening in September. So if you want to come along and you want to have a fun night, uh, eating some great food in the neighborhood, learning a lot about the uh, South Granville neighborhood, their history, their restaurants, and um, my picks, and uh, talking to me, you can do that. So you got to get through tickets through the South Granville Business Improvement Association. Um, best to go to their website, uh, southgranville.org forward slash supper club and from there you can get all the details and you can click to purchase tickets they will go quickly and um it's only 12 as i mentioned it's only 12 per, per um tour so september 2nd and then it goes on for thursday nights after that one and uh we have participating fiore mercado what a lovely italian restaurant i love this place I'm very happy to have these guys on board. We've got the Rise Global Fusion Eatery, also another one. They were just recently in my slider challenge, doing a great job. Uh, Marquee Bar and Grill. That was my first time. I actually just visited them for a couple weeks ago. I had never been there before. I was very surprised. And I think they've done a great job. They've got a great chef on board. He's very creative. I'll see. You'll see a lot coming from him soon. And then Bombay Kitchen and Bar, which I am actually at quite often. As you have probably seen if you're following me on Instagram, I'm there quite often. They always do a great job, and so you've got some, it's Indian, so we've got a really good mix here of uh, restaurants from the neighborhood, and uh, wonderful working with South Granville, BIA, great team there, great people, and I'm sure this is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we've even got some accessible florists from the from the neighborhood involved in the centerpieces for the tables in the restaurant, so it's going to be very, very beautiful and some fun nights, so uh, definitely want to check that out. Another new restaurant. Well, it's actually not a restaurant. It's an Italian food market uh, slash eatery. It's just opened up in Yelltown called La Bottega di Mangia. Now, it's a spinoff of another favorite mine, uh, a Mangia Cucina restaurant. It's an Italian restaurant in uh, Olympic Village area. 
So they spun this off and opened this uh, beautiful spot downtown. It is Italian food market. So it is kind of like, I want to say, you want to take a little bit of Meinhardt's, take a little bit of, a, of Urban Fair, and, but make it, you know, it's all from Italy. And, you know, um, Chef Alessandro is from Sicily. So he wanted to, to feature some items from Sicily, of course, in his shop. So they're importing products now from Sicily um, and, and other regions across Italy. And you can get some amazing pastas, all sorts of things. So I looked at some, they have dried pasta from Italy. Uh, there's a uh, factory that produces pasta. They've been producing for 500 years. It's crazy. Just imagine 500 years. And this factory is still producing the same pasta they've been making for 500 years. And it's not a crazy expensive. Like I thought, okay, if it's coming from a factory that's producing 500 years, this is going to be a fortune. It's just going to be like urban fair prices, but it's not. So, you know, it's not $30 a bag. So um, actually the packaging looks fancy, but you'd be surprised. It's not $30. So um, you can check that out. So that's great. And they also have a full line of gluten-free pasta. Same idea. So if you can't have the gluten, this is a great way of going around this. They've got lots of different choices for you. They've got oils, they've got truffle oils, they've got truffles from Italy, there's all, there's everything. Um, so they've got all this dry stuff, they've got canned goods, all these tomato sauce from everywhere, pesto sauce from everywhere, basically. And um, But then they're making pasta in-house, and this is a gem. This is like so, so good. So I got to try some, which is great. So they're making fresh pasta, they're making everything, like all these different kind of pastas, filled pastas, um, plain pastas, with egg, without egg. Um, lots of choices there. It's it's made fresh daily. They sell it in the uh, fresh case. They sell it frozen. They can then you can actually have them make it up. So if you want to eat something there, and there's a couple tables outside, you can definitely do that. Um, that's what I did. So um, I just actually tried their. Um, I tried this. Uh, I can't pronounce this. I'm gonna get this wrong. But conchili pasta. So it's actually a particular type of. Uh, it's a pasta, but it's done in, in a particular shape. And I had it if their carbonara was on special that the day I was in. Their carbonara sauce was really good. But you can get it, you know, if you want to have it with a different sauce, I'm sure they'll do it for you. But they have other ones. They have a complete menu. And you can, uh, I saw one that I actually wanted to have, but then I chose this one over it. But and I saw other people ordering it. It was a pesto sauce uh, with one of their pastas that also looked really good. Uh, but they uh, they have great, great pastas there. You can choose and have whatever you want to do there. Or um, they've got different pizzas every day. I had an eggplant pizza. It was really tasty. So kind of like a square pan pizza, um, a slice of those. You've got slices there available. And then uh, they bake in these cookies. So this was a real treat. I've never had anything like this before. I've been to Italy a few times, but I've never had anything like this. This is called the Buccioletto. It's a, it's a cookie. It's made with figs and Marcella wine. They just sell it in this jar near the cashier. So, like, you're going to see, like, what are these things next to cashier? These cookies, they make them daily. You want to have this. So, I'm next time I'm going in, I'm getting this again. Um, they also make these almond biscuits. They were also really good. Same thing. You find them in these jars near the tills. Look for that. And um, just all sorts of different products. Like, there was, like you could just keep walking around and you'll find something new and different. So, it's just a great idea. Full-on... Um, well, everything, like, really, like, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything that was missing there. And then I'm sure they're going to have other things, too. They mentioned to me that they will be actually having croissants soon. They'll be uh, making baking their own croissants uh, starting in the fall. So look for that. I mean, I think these guys have figured out what they want to do. And, um, 
you know, it's great to see it's a little bit different than the restaurant, but uh, it, they've done it. It's a beautiful job. So it's uh, right on Pacific Boulevard. It's at 1155 Pacific Boulevard. You can't miss it uh, in the heart of Yaletown. I was out in Langley last week trying something new. I actually had never been to this place, but all these restaurants are telling me, like, best Mexican in Langley is that Taco-holic Mexican taco shop. So I was like, okay, it's small, but wow, it was really good. Cool decor. It's from obviously Mexican decor. And when you see Mexicans eating in a Mexican restaurant, you know you hit it right. And this place was full of Mexicans, which was great. So a lot of Mexicans that come up to Langley are um, working on the farms. They've come from uh, Mexico and they're working on all the different farms out in the area. So uh, they know their spot. They're going to Tacoholic. So uh, all we had time for actually that day was just a few tacos. Just wanted to try it. Uh, prices are really good. Uh, prices are not like Vancouver prices. This is really cheap. Like most of the tacos are $2.85 each, which are full of meat. Like you just can't really see that around Vancouver anymore, but uh, they're doing it. I tried the chicken tinga taco, which was really good, as well as the Rojas con crema. It's like a kind of a corn taco. Uh, Larry had a chicken fajito taco and El Pastor. Now, El Pastor is only available to, on Saturday and Sunday. It's a special that they're doing on the weekend. So he really enjoyed it. And uh, you can find them at 20631 Fraser Highway in Langley. Definitely going to go back there. Um, next time I'm looking for tacos and I'm in the area. So Tacoholic, Mexican taco shop. Now here's a fun one. Now I'm usually on the go to see what's going on that's new and especially chocolate. I love chocolate. So like anything that's chocolate opens up, I'm usually like there within a week. However, I missed this one. So uh, this could have happened because it was, they opened in late 2019 and I was doing a fair amount of traveling at that point and I was out of the country a fair bit. So Obviously, I missed it. I missed the memo. And uh, they, so they opened right before the pandemic. So then, of course, timing was like off. But um, I don't think anyone knows they're open. So it's just crazy. But it's uh, I asked them, I said, are you guys really busy? And they're like, no, we're not. We're not. So they are really busy with production because these guys wholesale their chocolates all over the place. And they've been doing that for a bunch of years. So the Zimt brand of chocolate is out there. You can get it at Whole Foods. You get it all over the place. They do a great job. I love it. But I don't think anyone knows there's a cafe even there. But now you do. So uh, 1336 Clark Drive in Vancouver is the Zimp Chocolate Cafe. Currently, though, because of the pandemic, they're only open on weekends. So you really got to check their hours before you go because you don't want to be disappointed. It says online that they're, they're open Friday, Saturday, Sunday. However, this weekend they were closed on Sunday. So you just got to know. Uh, but it's a cute little cafe. It's really clean inside. Um, you can see they've got chocolate bars, but then they also have these all these different chocolate creations. They have some desserts there. We saw some brownies there. They've got coffees there. So I just had a uh, espresso tahina praline bar. This was really good. And um, I probably could have had five more, but you know, one, <laughs> one to start. Uh, anyways, great job. So Zim Chocolate Cafe, local look for them. So they're in an interesting spot. They are across from Strange Fellows Brewing. Now, this is how I found it. So usually I'll hear something or I'll see someone tag it on Instagram. But that's not what happened here. I was actually at a, a pop-up food truck. I was invited to a food truck to try some of their food. And I was standing there and looking across the street going, Zim Chocolate Cafe, what's that doing across the street? I got to go check it out one day. So uh, it took me about a month or so, but I finally got to check it out. So you should do the same. Check them out, Zip Chocolate Cafe on Clark Drive. Um, Cream Pony Donuts has finally opened up their shop. I know they went through a whole challenge. 
hiring right now and this whole pandemic has been a nightmare. Um, I know staff shortage across the city. We've talked about this already. It's, this is going to continue, unfortunately. I don't think there's a, a remedy to this situation for a, a few months at least anyway. But um, if, they're, if they've become lucky, the restaurant, the bakery or cafe, and they manage to get staff on board, then you can make it happen. You can open up your shop. And that's what they were able to do. So now I had tried a couple of donuts previously. They were in my donut challenge back in May. Even though they weren't actually open, they were in the donut challenge. They did a pop-up one day and they sold a ton of donuts. Um, they did a lime cheesecake donut and they won second place in the challenge. So they did a great job with that and that was really yummy. But I just got to try a few of their other donuts yesterday. So uh, now what they told me is that basically when you walk in, you'll see uh, they'll have a donut kind of display. You'll see this. But most of the time right now, they're putting out different donuts every day or almost every day because they want to get kind of like feedback from customers when what's the favorites, you know, and then probably down the road, they'll have their favorites come out. I don't know. But uh, right now, I can tell you, I tried these. I tried all five yesterday and my favorite was the honey and sea salt cruller. That was really good. The flavors, just the honey, the sweet and the salty kind of idea just really works. And I could eat five more of these. Like this was, yeah, this was like really good. I also like the OG glaze, so the original glaze, great texture there, great flavor of the glaze. And the donut. Now, the only thing with the donut is I loved it, but there was a flavor, and I still cannot pinpoint what that flavor was. So I know years ago I've had this flavor before. It's probably something super simple, but I don't remember what it is. So um, if anybody knows, it's called the donut, D-O-H nut. Tell me what it is, please. I'll have the maple bacon cruller and the blueberry bourbon basil. So lots going on there. Cream Pony Donuts is an uh, interesting spot. you got to find it. It's in the lane. It's actually called Lolo Lane. It's right near Streetcar Brewing. That's probably the easiest way of saying it because it's 111 First Avenue. Sorry, not First Avenue. 111 First Street East, Unit B2. Confusing, but just look for Streetcar Brewing. It's a couple doors down from them. Easy to find. And enjoy. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Tune into the next episode next week to hear more interviews with chef and cookbook authors as well as other features. Please tell your friends about this podcast and have them subscribe to the Van Foodstrip Podcast and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon Music to hear my weekly show covering the food scene in and outside of Vancouver.